0: Tony, it's season three.
1: That's right. Eric and I wanted to spend a few moments here to do a trailer. What are your thoughts, Eric?
0: Well, when I'm talking about our podcast with people in general, I tell them our our key question is, what does healing mean to you? I absolutely love that question. Mm. And we will always have that as the front and center question on our show. We have
1: that as the lead-in to the episode.
0: I want that to be my main gift to our listeners to, mm-hmm. to give people the opportunity to hear what others have to say, but also to really ask themselves that question. Yes. You know, I think that's a question we all need to ask of ourselves.
1: And healing overlaps the two worlds we are addressing, right. really the faith world and the, the the world of mental health, those having mental illness, mental health diagnosis. That's uh, right. Uh, we we've gotten responses from people who are faith leaders, people with uh, mental illness, people with uh, who are family members, loved ones, mm-hmm. and uh, while there is a common thread, uh, it, it, some very distinct responses.
0: We've been talking this afternoon about you know what other questions we think our listeners will really want us asking our guests. Not necessarily that it has to be asked of every guest, but I think knowing. The best questions that our listeners want to hear people talk about is important. So, Tony, how are we going to go about understanding?
1: Well, this this trailer is our first step. We're hoping to put this out as a sample of of what we do. We want to give you, as a listener, a taste of who we are, what we do, let you hear our voices. We're going to send it out to my blog subscribers. Yeah. And ask them to submit a three-question and then a, a yes-or-no question right. response. I kind of live in two worlds. I mean, I have my writing world and mm-hmm. my my podcast world, and they don't often overlap. And the people yeah. who read what I, I write... I think
0: anyone who reads what you write would like to hear what you say. Yes. You know what I mean?
1: As long as they don't see what I look like.
0: <laughs> oh, come on. Tony's been... Eating or drinking, I guess, a lot of smoothies. Oh, yeah, And you, you've lost some weight. I have. You're looking I've good. i lost
1: uh, 27 pounds. There you go.
0: So I, I think as we're on the trailer, why don't we just walk through yeah. these questions with people. Yeah. Right? This is part of the questionnaire people are getting. And these are some of the questions we will be asking. Uh, how do I disclose my mental health diagnosis? Mm. How do I parent uh, well while struggling with... My mental health challenges mm-hmm. if you want to comment on any of these tony
1: well we've had listeners who have listened to the program people that are part of what eric is involved with in the stability network who've looked at ways of disclosure in the workplace mm-hmm. and in other places and talked about that i know some moms who have struggled with postpartum depression who listen to our program as a way to uh, address issues of faith well-being and, and faith in ways that they wouldn't do at church right. or among friends. Some more
0: questions. What is it like to live with a serious mental illness?
1: Yeah, Eric and I have talked a little bit about the distinction between, you know, mental health diagnosis or struggle and a serious mental illness, which typically is understood as schizophrenia, schizoaffective, bipolar, and major depression, kind of what the brain might show on a scan as an abnormality, right? Um, but there's debate on this subject, and we want to explore what you're looking for.
0: Uh, how are policies affecting my personal mental health care and or the health of my loved ones? And and this is really a question that's kind of broad, but mm-hmm. for listeners who want to talk about current events, policies, right, uh, might want to talk about legislation who to vote yeah. for you know where people stand because if
1: you are a loved one of someone who has a very unpredictable mental illness and you're wondering you know what do i do when they have an episode and i can only get them to stay at the hospital for 72 hours right and if they're an adult i don't have much say over what what happens to them? Right. Um, you know, things like the, these questions are being addressed on a legislative level, and uh, we know of some people that can address and
0: that. And po- policies make a big difference. Uh, next, how can we reduce stigma?
1: And that's a that's a subject a lot of people. I know the Stability Network has raised this. NAMI right. raises this a great deal. Say a little more on your perspective on that.
0: If you eliminate stigma, then. We're free to talk about our mental health care without fear of being judged or fired or hurting a relationship with somebody. So I, mean, I, I do think reducing stigma is a very important subject. The last question on here, how can faith communities help people who have mental illnesses?
1: So along the way, in addition to these questions, we're going to have stories among our guests and ourselves. Um, the nice thing about our podcast, you won't find it. A, a, Everywhere is that, you know, we are peer-led. We are faith-based. What's our our adjectives? Faith-based, peer-led. Story-driven. Story-driven. Stigma-busting. Stigma-busting. That's right. That's right.
0: So we've already recorded our first interview for Season we 3 have. with Rayleigh, and we've got a number of people we want to have on the show.
1: Yeah, we've talked about a number of people locally and globally. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't reached out to all of them, but um, what are some descriptions of people we're looking at?
0: We have someone in mind from Canada. We haven't had any international guests yet, so to get a sense of their healthcare system will be very, very good. Right. Someone locally who... Is a psychiatric nurse who has family experience uh, with serious mental illness, our wives are going to take over a show uh, early in the season, which will be fun. And we are going to have one of my colleagues in in the world of pollinator parks talk about uh, the effect of landscape and the natural environment on our mental health. I'm really excited about that.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So. I'm reaching out to some people beyond the community. It will be people from California to North Carolina to Fort Wayne, Indiana. To, from uh, sea to shining sea. Uh, yes, sorry. Fort Wayne Sea. <laughs> That's right. I guess, yeah, North Carolina is along the, the Atlantic. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was an interesting question that came up in a survey I did among my readers, mm. which is, how has faith helped my mental health? And how has faith harmed right. my mental health?
0: It definitely goes both ways. It does. No and,
1: doubt. you know, it's a good question to take to, to our interviews. You know, basically not so much faith, but the way faith has been interpreted or our understanding of God. You know, th- there are ways that religion, faith perspective, whatever you want to call it, can be damaging to how we understand yes. ourselves and how our minds work. Mm-hmm. You know, one feature of our program, Eric, that we've uh, had some good examples of. Two
0: is, excellent examples, yeah, healing two, stories.
1: And it's kind of hard to live up to that. We look to have more healing stories, mm-hmm. people who have a testimony, you know, mm-hmm. basically how has God used you and shaped you through some turbulent times and carried right. you into a better place. Right. Uh, not overlooking the hard times or the fact that they aren't totally removed, but
0: yeah. Also, think of healing stories is almost like how did you become comfortable in your own skin uh, mm-hmm. as a person who has a mental health diagnosis? Mm-hmm. You know, how to maybe reframe suffering? Mm-hmm. You know, or maybe tell the story of. A specific moment in your life where you really start seeing yourself in a new light as a restored person as a, a whole person uh, whereas before you might have just felt like you were less than but uh, and as really we know, that's the key is just
1: yeah. a specific moment yes yeah. you know you're limited storytellers are limited to uh, a About period of minutes. time 10 15 minutes so think of it more like uh, StoryCorps was was one of our first models which if you've listened to it, it has uh, it basically talks about one incident, but if you know someone, if you are someone um, that would like to hear more about that, we'd love to hear from you in response to the survey, or you can send it to me at tony at Disorder dot org. That's delight i n disorder.
0: And the last thing I'll say is, you know, we'd really like to get to know our listeners a little bit better. Probably one of the best ways to reach out to us would be on Facebook.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You can just find us under our names. My name on Facebook is Eric Rippy Riddle.
1: And I'm both Tony Roberts is my personal page. And then my author page is um, Delight and Disorder. It's the one that looks more professional. Mm-hmm.
0: We may be writing a few more blog posts on RevealingVoices.com this year.
1: I have a hunch we're going to do a lot with our website. It looks great. Um,
0: Re- RevealingVoices.com. It has every one of our episodes. Yep. You can listen to it straight from your from your laptop, you know, and our blog is there. We have a behind-the-scenes yep. section. Mm-hmm. There was a woman yeah.
1: who called me the other night that said she had just kind of plugged into our podcast through some speaking we had done. Mm -hmm. And she was going back to the website and listening to back episodes. Yeah. We know we have listeners out there. We'd love to hear from you. There's a way to contact us. Yes.
0: So season three. Listeners, we look forward to walking alongside you in another great year, 2020.
1: Looking forward to it.